faith is activated when you hear and do. Right? Says this woman. Yeah. Says this woman had. She did what? The woman in uh, First Kings. She had. Then. Then she did. She activated her faith by hearing and then what? Doing. And that really summarizes what we are going to share this morning because uh, this word increase, if you remember, Pastor Kara spoke to us earlier on. I think this was back in October. Um, let's see, uh, where am I? In uh, October 27, I have it on my notes. And she said, the word for 2020 is what? Increase. Amen. The word for 2020, 2020 is increase, and it means growth over and above, abundance to advance, to produce. Amen? This is just a recap. And she took us to 1 Corinthians 3, 7, in the New King James Version. It says, So then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives what? The increase. Where does the increase come from? God. How was that uh, unga, flour, and uh, oil multiplying? Can you explain it in the natural? No. It was God who was causing the increase. In the TPT version of that verse, 1 Corinthians 3, 7, says, this means the one who plants is not anybody special, nor the one who waters, for God is the one who brings the supernatural growth. Amen. So, you don't get increase because you are so special. You get increase because you responded to the word of God. The seed is the word of God. On top of that, you sow a natural seed on that, and the increase and the multiplication is coming. So increase is for everyone. Amen. Say it's for everyone. It's for you. It's for me. It's for your neighbor. It's for anyone who is willing to obey and do what God directs him to do. So, and that's what she said. Increase is not automatic. It takes what? Vision from God. You got to see it. I can say here, increase, increase, increase. But you need to ask yourself, I need to ask you, I need to ask myself, how does increase look like in 2020? You know, for somebody, increase is moving from walking to a bike, cycling, for health purposes or for whatever reason. I don't cycle. So I, I am not going to get a, a bicycle, right? For somebody else, a border is increased. You know border? Yeah, it's increased. For somebody else, uh, uh, increase represents a vehicle or something, getting into something. I'm just taking one natural area like transport. So we can all have different ideas of what increase is. So, so you, you don't come and say, how, how did you get that increase? <laughs> how come it did? It's according to your faith. Amen. So the challenge for us is to let God expand our capacity to see so that we can ask God, Lord, how does this increase look like to you? so that I want to move in the world, the vision that God has for me. Amen? Because I don't want to come at the end of 2020, and I'm asking, how did Andrew prosper like this? 
and I didn't prosper that much. Oh, by the way, increase is not just material. It's increasing healing, increasing seeing the work of God, it's increasing evangelism, it's increased in every aspect of our lives. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes. Oh, good God. You need to encourage me some here. You know you need to take this as a sign that I'm standing here ministering to you in this service. You should say, this is a sign that things are changing in my life. Amen. This is a sign that increase is coming. Amen. Growth without change is impossible. And increase is change. It is growth. Amen. So you need to go home thinking, oh, today I'm so encouraged. I saw Elder Francis ministering. Good God. Change is coming. Amen. Growth is coming. Hallelujah. And let it be a sign to you. And you say, I'm changing. Things are changing. Amen. I am not going to go what we call BAU business as usual in 2020. I am going to go further. I'm going to increase in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So increase is not automatic. You need vision. Amen. Increase requires what? Vision. If you believe for nothing, what do you get? Exactly. You believe for nothing, you get what? Nothing. And you don't get surprised. <laughs> you know, there are people who don't believe in healing. Then they say, I'm not, you guys, I'm not surprised I'm not healed, isn't it? Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised. If you don't believe in healing, you shouldn't get surprised. You should get surprised when you see other people. Being, there are people who don't believe in supernatural financial increase. I hope you're not here. They're out there, all right? So, so what you believe, what you are seeing is very, very important. Amen? Amen. So I'm just doing a bit of recap here. Andrew mentioned Dr. Jerry Savelle. This is what Dr. Jerry Savelle says about 2020. He says, in 2020, I'll open a new door and I'll cause you to experience supernatural increase as never before. Let me read that again. This is what the Spirit of God speaks through Dr. Jerry. In 2020, I'll open a new door and I'll cause you to experience supernatural increase as never before. You haven't seen God do his best work yet. What he has planned for your future is greater than what you have experienced thus far. So keep your eyes on God and stay in faith. Jesus tells us that when we establish our lives on liberation knowledge, then the gates of hell will not prevail over us. In other words, we will not and cannot be defeated. Satan will not be able to stop you from experiencing supernatural increase. Set your faith for it by boldly declaring 2020 is my year for supernatural increase as never before. Somebody say amen. amen. Let's say that together. 2020, 2020. is my year for supernatural increase as never before. Let's say, do you say it again? 2020 is my year for supernatural increase as never before. Amen. You believe that? Hallelujah. This is what Pastor Kara said on 8th of December. Vision comes from knowing Jesus knows and wants to make your life better. Amen. God, increase has got to be better than where you are, isn't it? 
If it's the same or once, then it is not increased. Or it's increased in the wrong way. All right? See your increase, the mashida. Now you understand. That's what we are talking about. Increase is increasing the goodness of God. Amen? So God wants increase coming your way. Amen? So you got to believe. You got to see Jesus knows and wants to make my life better. Amen? My life better in 2020 than 2019. Amen? My life better than I've walked in before. You got to believe that. That is vision. You start having vision of a better life. Amen? And then she said also that vision is a revelation of what the future could be and it inspires hope. You anticipate things will change. Amen? You see changes coming your way. You don't say it only happens to so and so. I remember Pastor David's mentioned last Sunday that challenges come to all of us. Yeah, challenges come to all of us. He has challenges. I have challenges. Pastor Kara has challenges. Don't ever let the devil tell you they are talking like that because they don't have same, the same problems as you are. They could be different problems, but they are problems. They are challenges. Right? But here you see that then it's a liberation that the future could be and it inspires hope. You anticipate things will change. Don't be a doomsayer, a messenger. <laughs> Let me not use that word. I want to say a messenger from Satan. But no, don't be the bearer of doom and gloom. Ah, this Jubilee government. Ah, this, uh, this, and this. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, uh, it, me, things might not be exactly what you want them to be, but you're a believer, right? Yes. And you call those things that be not as though they are. Amen. So you are not a bearer. You have hope that tomorrow it will be what? Better. That is increase. Amen? Amen. Vision is a piece of heaven. God has an original vision of us which he wants to restore. God's original vision for you is perfect. I'm telling you, ladies, I'm told when you get to heaven, you'll be shocked. That hair of yours, you'll be looking at it thinking, my goodness, I didn't have, I didn't know my hair was that good. Why? Because you'll be restored to what? Original vision. It is not Taiso. No. God's vision for you is perfect. Not a blemish on your face. Amen. There is an original vision that God has for you. We live in a foreign world, so there are all these things. Amen? You go to a hair salon, they mess up your hair. And don't participate in the gossip. If you are listening to the gossip, they know everything. Who is doing what? Now, when you participate in that, that is how you come out and your hair is looking different. <laughs> but, but you go believe in God. Amen? You, you expect, don't curse yourself. Amen? Don't cast yourself. Expect the original version of you to manifest. Amen. And so that is what increase is about. And then she also said vision. Vision is part of his original plan and design for us. It is very good. Very good by whose standard? God's standard. Amen. And God's standard is not horse hair. Amen. I don't know whether it is, but I am not. <laughs> All right. I'm not saying you remove your wig. I'm just saying that 
that, that, that's okay down here, amen. But, but in heaven, you have original stuff, amen. I mean, perfect. You'll be shocked. I'll be shocked. Your husband, your, they'll be shocked. They're like, woo, what kind of, I didn't know it was this good. And you'll be looking at them singing, oh, good, my goodness, you look good. Amen. So there's an original version in heaven, original plan for God. Vision is the work of the Holy Spirit to restore us to original design. As long as we are on this earth, we are believing God to take us closer and closer to that original version every day. Amen? And so, she gave us this scripture, Haggai 2.19 says, Is the seed still in the barn? As yet, the vine, the fig tree, the pomegranate, and the olive tree have not yielded fruit. Listen to this. But from this day, I will bless you. From this day, I will bless you. Amen. This is the statement she made. No matter your background, no matter what mistakes you made, if you declare Jesus is Lord, then live to do his will, there will be no limit to your prosperity. Amen. There will be no limit to your increase in 2020. As you align yourself to the will and the purposes of God. Let the seed of the word of God do its work in you. It will overcome all limits. Amen. Did it overcome the limits that the window of Seraphat had? It did. It did. It overcame the limitation of drought. It came, overcame the limitation of the size of her flour or the oil. The word of God, once spoken in faith, believed and acted on, will overcome all limits. Amen. And then she also gave us Deuteronomy 8.18 that says, in the New King James Version, says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. Amen. What is that talking about? Again, increase is through God. Increase is the power manifest through the power of God. And she, she said, is God number one in your life? Then there is no government, a system, or anything that can limit you. Amen. If you believe and you act on the word of God. Amen? This is what Pastor David said last Sunday. Giving, uh, uh, okay, uh, last Sunday, cooperate with God. When you are spirit-led in your actions, your focus is Jesus. We are divinely led, and the Lord says, you did it for me. If you follow his vision, provision is assured. Amen? If you follow God's vision, provision is is assured. So this morning I was just trying, uh, believing to recap a bit of what has been said before. But this is what I want us to, uh, to share this morning. That the anointing for increase with, will come with a new vision, not another resolution for 2020. Did you hear that? The anointing for increase is coming with a new vision, not a new Resolution. Amen. In 2020, I, I, I have heard this said, and it's not like I'm picking on ladies, but even men. If you see yourself fat, all right, all right, okay. I know, it's hard today. People are eating. My daughter told me, don't ever call people fat. 
People are plumb, <laughs> chubby. <laughs> All right. But here is the thing, my point. If you see yourself fat, oh, uh, no, I mean uh, plump, you can juice, you can exercise, you can do whatever you want, you can make all this resolution, but inside, the image you have inside of you is working against you. You wear a dress, and when people tell you, you are smart, you say, but I'm so, I'm so fat. Now you're cursing yourself. Why? The image inside has not what? Changed. But when you see yourself like a model, uh, I can't cut walk, but you know, you, you, you see, when you see yourself, you produce what? What you are inside. I'm telling you, if you see yourself the wrong image, you do the things that lead you that way. And then you say, I keep saying it, I keep saying it, and it is happening. Come on, get a revelation. It's why it's happening. Because you are saying it, you are believing it. You come in church, you say one thing, but you go back there and you say all these things and you see yourself like that. Then it becomes extremely difficult. It becomes such a struggle. Things of the spirit start from what? Inside out. Say inside out. The image that you have, if you see yourself sick, I'm, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Because until you see yourself, I had uh, a man who was praying for a bright person. And he said, in the name of Jesus, you're healed. Now see. Can you see? And the person said, open their eyes. And the preacher told them, shut your eyes. Can you see? They opened their eyes again. The preacher said, I told you to keep your eyes shut. They shut their eyes. Say, can you see now? He said, I can't see. I have my eyes closed. He said, until you see yourself seeing before you open your eyes, you will not see. Get, have I lost you? No. You got to see yourself seeing you got to see yourself inside. Then everything else will change. Then they said, all right, that's what you are talking about? Okay, now pray for me again. He said, in the name of Jesus, receive your sight. They asked them, can you see now? They said, yes, I can see. So open your eyes. They opened their eyes and they could see. Amen. If you see yourself broke, you see your M-Pesa account with zero point something. <laughs> you see you yourself unable to pay house rent. It becomes extremely difficult. When they call, when I go to the village, right, and they say, oh, you know, you people have money. I don't say, oh, no, no, I don't say that. I say, praise the Lord. Glory to God. I receive it. I am wealthy, I'm sufficient in what he was talking, I'm overflowing in everything. I'm not going to open my mouth and curse myself. No, 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 no. You've heard me say, when we go to, to on the roadside, there are these people selling things, and they out. I saw somebody, oh my goodness, I saw somebody on, on Twitter. You know these people who sell warus, uh, potatoes, by the roadside? They were driving, 
And what they were doing, when they stopped, they would start, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, removing the, the potatoes. And then as you remove, you find there's a big hole. The thing has been set like, <laughs> like this. So the potatoes up to, are up to here. The rest is a hole. And when he does like that, the guy runs away. <laughs> and then he'll find so many holes. You know that is poverty. And those people are, are not all of them, are out to trick. But when I go, I, um, I'm told even here at, uh, on your way to Muranga, you have to be very careful around this type. They are selling mangoes. But those mangoes, you touch them, they are soft. But what they have done, they have cooked them. They are not. <laughs> that man or woman will live in poverty for a long, <laughs> for a long time. They are casting themselves. But for me, what I do, when I stop, I want to bless them. I, want to, I don't want to argue too much. I don't argue. I don't start saying, hey, at Nairobi, in your 50 pop. No, no, no. I, I don't say, I'm a blessing. I'm a blessing to you. And, I want, and by that, you, 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 you. So you, you're from Nairobi. You think you're very smart. The guy tells you, these, these potatoes, this is 50 pop. You, you are thinking in Nairobi is 300 pop. You think you've got a deal. The guy is smarter than you. The container is half empty. That's why you need to be led by the Spirit in everything. You don't stop to exploit anybody. Can I help you? You, you are not trying to take advantage of anybody. You are a blessing. You can pay 500 for that thing. But you are a blessing. You, you stop and say, Lord, is, is there some mama here you, you want me to bless? Is, which bananas should I buy? And, and then, you, you see what you are doing? You are protecting yourself from buying cheap mangoes that, be, that have been boiled. <laughs> Amen. You protect yourself from the curse. You are not taking advantage of anyone. You are wealthy. You are rich. You are a blessing. You are not going to the village to amass everything. How much food are you going to carry to Nairobi? No, you are a blessing. Amen. Everywhere you go. That is an image that we are talking about. Amen. So, it will take vision. It will take vision. Seeing yourself inside as prosperous, inside as blessed. Amen? That is how it's going to work for you and for me. So, uh, let's look at Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 21. Luke chapter 4, verse 18 to 21 in the New King James Version. It says... The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Who is speaking? Jesus. Jesus is speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord. Do you have the next verse? I want to give you up to that. All right. Are you able to, let me see. Um, I wanted to, yeah, that's okay. To, to, to proclaim the, uh, let me see it on my notes here. All right. So the next verse actually says, then he crossed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down and the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him and he began to say to them, Today, look at that. Let's read it together. 
Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Hallelujah. When is increase? Today. Uh, this is, see, look at it this way. Jesus is quoting who? Isaiah. Let me give you a hint there. He's quoting Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 and 2. That's what Jesus is quoting. And Jesus is saying, the Spirit is upon me. The, what Andrew was talking about. The prophet Isaiah had said these words. And then Jesus stands in a synagogue, in a church like here, and he says these words. And he says, today, this is what is going to happen. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Amen. So, the Spirit anoints a prophetic proclamation on a person or a season. Remember, he said, the ear of what? This is, he called it, the, he called it the, the uh, what was that? The other verse, verse 19. Let's go back to verse 19. To proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord. 2020 has been proclaimed the year of increase. So, it's like Jesus is standing and saying, 2020 is the year of increase. I proclaim it. And today, amen, not tomorrow, today, this scripture is being fulfilled in your hearing. The question is, are you hearing? Amen. And so, Jesus believed what the prophet had said, and then he said it. And he said it like it's already done. It's today. How many years since Isaiah prophesied? Hundreds of years. But Jesus could stand and say, this is being fulfilled today. Amen? Listen, 2 Chronicles 20.20 says, Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Believe his prophets, you shall increase. That's the, 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 the lower part, part of that. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. Let me ask you, if Jesus had to stand and declare his mission like that, how much more do you and I need to take the word of God and proclaim it over our lives? Amen. So, he said it, and it happened to him. See, uh, this is what uh, I had a man of God saying. See, in quote, uh, quote, unquote, what is available today? Receive it by faith and labor to enter into what has been said. Amen? Let me repeat that. See what is available today from the prophetic word and receive it as yours by faith. Amen? You see, you are not the one making it happen. You are flipping a switch. Amen. There are lights here, right? Now, if the lights are off for whatever reason, do you call Kenya Power and tell them, I need light supply before you've checked your switch? No. Why? The supply is what? Is already there. KPLC does not supply your power when you switch, right? It has already supplied the power 
All you need is to do what? Switch it on. Amen. So the power, are you, are you generating any power? No. Are you, are you causing any power to manifest in any way? No. But when you switch, you switch on the lights, the power supply is already what? There to manifest. The power supply is invisible. You can't see it. Can you, any of you see electricity when the lights are off? I mean, actually, when you're looking, it's not like you're seeing electricity. You're just seeing the manifestation of that electricity. This is the same thing about believing God and declaring that 2020 is your year of increase. You are not causing the increase to happen. You are aligning, you are switching on your switch and declaring it will be to me according to the word of God. Amen? Amen. So, and uh, uh, let me give you another example. I was, Daniel Waidaka here, on, I, was it on 12th of December when you had a function? He, he, he invited ushers and counselors and the GOC team to his place. And I said, uh, where I said, send me a, a pin. Uh, he sent me a pin and a, a route map to his place. And for some strange reason, I never opened the, the pin. You know the pin if you know how to navigate through Google Maps. I, I didn't click on the pin. I kept opening the map. Now, I don't know who designed the map for him, but the map was, <laughs> was not that good. Because I got off the, 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 the eastern bypass. Is it eastern? Southern bypass. At the place I thought is where he was directing me. And then we drove a bit. And we did not see the petrol station that was on the map. So we drove back to the road and continued driving. Found ourselves in Kikuyu. We were supposed to get off the road at the hotel. So we turned back and we were calling and finding, trying to find out where they are, where is this place. And we drove back and finally drove after a few, uh, maybe two kilometers is when we saw the petrol station. And we continued driving and we got to the place. And that road is relatively new. Okay, it's been there. I don't know, how long has that road been there? Two years. The road has been there for two years. Listen, I had never seen that road. I had never driven on it. I knew he had told me, I stay somewhere, there's a road that you follow off the southern bypass and it'll take you to where I live. So when we were at his place, I asked him, so this road goes to, from... from <laughs> From, from Southern Bypass, where does it connect to? He said it connects to the Maimahio Road, just as the, branch, the turn off towards Rimuru. It goes all the way. So actually, when you come off that road, you're, you just drive down the escarpment, all right? Now, this road is new to me. But as he said, the road has been there for how many years? Two years. But I didn't know about that road. Did it help me when I didn't know the road exists? No. So, since then, I have driven on that road at least four times, to and fro. See, I realized, coming from Langata side, the easiest way to avoid all the commotion, all the hassle, all the trouble on Waiyaki Way is to follow that route. So, now that I know this road, I just turn off the southern bypass. And I drive, I come the other side, I see people complaining of how they were stuck on Waiyaki Way, I don't know what, I don't know what. I don't see all that. And there are no cops on that road. 
Goodness. <laughs> now, all I need is what? Turn off the southern vipers. I'm on that. The government is not creating a road for me. Amen. The road already what? Exists. I just throw into it. One time we were going to Mary's home the other weekend. We used that road. And, you know, it was a new road. But when we were coming back, the person we were with was, oh, no, I thought that road is wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Let's just follow the normal one through Gedungoria uh, and Kiambu. My goodness. Jam on Kiambu Road. Immediately you leave town. Jam. We were stuck for two hours there. Finally they said, I wish we had followed the other route. You see, what is happening? You have revelation, but are you willing to walk in it? Are you willing to stay the course? Or you just want to go back to the familiar and the normal? You say, increase, increase, increase. Uh, but as we approach January, you start talking January, January, ah, ah, ah. By the time we get to March, you can't remember what you are saying the first week of January. See, what is happening? You switched off. But the road was always there. I use it. I, I, I mean, Daniel, I'm saying thank you. I mean, I, that road has really helped me. If you're going to Naivasha or Maimahio, of course, if you're on the eastern side, you may have challenges connecting to it. But for me, it's a very easy route to follow. Though that road is there. I only need to do what? To use it. Amen? So, to increase through, uh, look at, let's look at verse 28 and 30 of that Luke 4. Luke 4. Verse 28 and 30. Look at, look at that. When everyone present hand those words, Jesus saying who he is and what he has come to do. They erupted with furious rage. They mobbed Jesus and threw him out of the city, dragging him to the edge of the cliff on the hill on which the city had been built, ready to haul him off. But he walked right through the crowd, leaving them all stunned. I got news for you. The day, the moment you start declaring 2020 is my year of increase, it's not like Satan is going to say, oh, Francis has declared 2020 is a year of increase. Let's leave him alone. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. These people were stirred by the devil, and they were trying to, to cause the word of God to, come to, to become of no effect. Listen to this. God wants you to conceive what he says, says you can have and what belongs to you from the word of God. Once you see what God sees, no devil in hell can keep it from coming to pass. Somebody say amen. amen. The devil will try. But once you make up your mind, I have seen increase. I have seen what 2020 has for me. And you don't quit and give up. There is no devil that can stop you. Amen. Jesus became an invisible man. It says he walked right through the crowd, leaving them all stand. That's prophetic for you in 2020. Whatever, this is what Pastor Carl had, had spoken over us uh, on December 1. God is going to disrupt habitual habits and shame 
that have hindered you, may all your shame, pain, dysfunction be divinely disrupted. You step into your divine placement. When Jesus spoke these words, he stepped into what had been ordained for his life. Amen? Look at it this way. To increase through the anointing is totally different from the way the world operates. The anointing is what empowered Jesus for supernatural results. The anointing, the anointing is what empowered Jesus to walk in what he was saying. Because the scripture says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Amen. He has anointed me to do A, B, C, D. He has anointed me. And that anointing was working. Listen, Jesus was not sworn into office. Do you see anywhere in the Bible they told Jesus, Chukua Bibiria Mze? Sema nyumayangu. Mimi Yesu. Nina hapa. No. He was anointed. Say he was anointed. So if you are waiting for somebody to swear, you increase. No, 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 no. You swear yourself by declaring what the word of God was. Says he was swearing himself into that. He said, I'm anointed. I'm anointed. The spirit of the Lord has anointed me. Amen. He was not nominated. He was not appointed. You know, if you let people appoint you, they can disappoint you. You understand that? People who appoint you can disappoint you. And now you say they don't like me, they don't like my tribe, they don't like, that's got nothing to do with it. You appoint yourself. Oh no, I mean you anoint. You believe for the anointing of God. See, Jesus was anointed into his service. Jesus' anointing produced results in his ministry. Preaching, healing, opening the eyes of the bride. He did not say, no. Did you hear Jesus trying anything? Wherever he went, he healed the sick. He cast out demons. Why? He had been anointed. The authority was working in him. So the anointing brings you to the right position, gives you the authority, and the second part of that gives you the power. Amen. The power. See, uh, you, do you understand the difference between authority and power? If you see a young woman, policewoman, on the road, and there's a big truck coming, and she lifts her hand, what is that? That is authority. That truck stops. Does it stop because of her power? No. It is stopped because she represents authority. Now, <laughs> if she is armed with an AK-47, what... Does that driver have an option? What does she have now? She has both authority and the power to stop it. Because a, a, a spray of bullets would, would stop that thing, isn't it? Doesn't matter how big. So that's the difference between power and authority. What, so Jesus had both power and he had authority and the power. There are people who have position and authority, but they are powerless. They are powerless. You go to them, they tell you, ah, it's a good idea. I can't help you. Why? They don't have what? The power. They have a big title, but they don't have what? The power. But Jesus, the anointing, listen, listen, guys. The anointing has given you your position, your authority, and your power. Power makes things happen, even if 
people are trying to respect that authority. Amen. <laughs> I saw somebody yesterday saying that uh, our roads are, there's a visitor, a visitor had come from another country and they were standing near a road block and they, uh, all these matatus coming and stopping, uh, the, the policeman. And so this visitor is looking at this, <clears throat> what is going on, and they finally said, wow, your policemen are so nice. I mean, they shake the hand of every matatu driver, <laughs> and then they smile so much. <laughs> <clears throat> if you know, you know. He said, being a kind host, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I just smiled back, said, yeah, they are very good. <laughs> Shake the hand of every matatu driver and come away smiling. Wow. They have office, they have position, they have authority, they have what? Power. Amen. Listen. <laughs> authority comes from the office. It's like a job description. Amen. But power is more than a job description. Power is actually who you are. Eventually, when we see the power that you have, we know this guy has power. Amen. You remember in the book of Acts when there was this witch doctor guy who was doing funny things and, and then Peter and John went back there and they said, whoa, the people used to think this guy has power until these guys came. And then they were like, whoa, here is the real power. So this anointing, so what are we saying? The words we are speaking by the Spirit of God, saying this is what God has declared about 2020. They are putting us in position, they are giving us the authority, and they are giving us the power to walk in that increase. Amen. Amen. So you are complete in everything. Hallelujah. You don't need to look for anything else. You align yourself with the anointed word, the prophetic word that has been spoken, and you walk in the manifestation of it. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, if, that is, when you have power, you, you are not trying to, you know, intimidate people. You don't ask people, do you know who I am? The way you carry yourself. You, are, you carry the power. The anointing of God is upon you. Amen. And, and, and you are not compromising on the word of God. Amen. That, that there's a power in you that you have no idea what it is. For it, it starts by you believing what the word of God says, acting according to it because you believe it and actually expecting supernatural results. Amen. Amen. The Christian is Christ-like. Amen. The Christian, where does the word Christian come from? Christ-like. Christian. And so we, our, our example is Jesus. So if Jesus had to take a prophetic word and declare who he is and declare what he is going to do and declare what kind of an year it's going to be, you have the same power because you are a Christian. You are just like Jesus. Look at, uh, look at uh, uh, 1 John, no, John 1, verse 12 and 13. John 1. Uh, you're, you've gone ahead of me. Are you in, in uh, that? This one was much later. But this word says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who are born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, 
but of God. Amen. Children of donkeys are what? Yeah, a child of a snake is a what? It's not a snakelet. You sure? Yeah. The, 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 the child, if you are born of God, what are you then? A child of God. And people hesitate. They, they say, somebody once asked me, can I really go around saying that? You are not God the Father, but God nature is in you. Amen. So you can carry on the same things as Jesus did. Amen. So the anointing gives you position, authority, and power to declare, I depend on the anointing of God. Amen. Amen. Let's look at uh, uh, the, the anointing. I mentioned this. The anointing will disrupt things. Jesus did a lot of disrupting. He disrupted a lot of things that were going on there. Let's look at Isaiah 9. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 to 7. Isaiah chapter 9. Look it up there with me. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the word of uh, uh, according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the lull of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us, you know the scripture, unto us child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the increase, note that word, of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end upon the throne of David and over his kingdom to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. I want you to note three things coming from that scripture. The first one, the anointing brings light. It disrupts darkness. Anointing on your life. The anointing of increase will disrupt darkness. Things that Satan has used against you to blind you against the call of God on your life. Darkness, you know? And then it says here, and it is also good, it increases your joy. Right, so they say this with me. I receive insight. I receive, I receive wisdom. I receive, I receive counsel. I receive Amen. Amen. You start making decisions at another level because you have insight and understanding. <laughs> Hallelujah. So read it. <laughs> this, you start seeing things that other people cannot see. Look at, uh, let's look at uh, this scripture, 1 John 2.20. 1 John 2.20 now, you see it. It says, but you have an anointing. Jesus said, the anointing is upon me, all right? And then here, John is saying, you, who is you? Me and you. You have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. Don't be saying sijui, sijui. Today in the morning, one of the children, I said, 
who is doing this and this? They said, Sijui, I don't know. I said, come here. What is the right answer? The right answer is, I'll find out. Isn't it? Sijui does not help me. I'm asking you because I don't know. Now, if you also don't know, where are we going? <laughs> you know, we ask strange questions. Kuna mutu hapa. What's wrong with you? Can't you see? You sit on the person. <laughs> Why do we say that? I imagine I come and then I ask you, Kuna mutu Why? Why are you asking that? You are disturbing ashes for nothing. <laughs> you should ask, uh, excuse me, may I use this seat? Isn't it? There's nobody sitting there. Now, if, if there's somebody who was sitting there before, that's okay. Then I can explain to you. No, there's somebody who has left. They were sitting here. I think they are coming back, isn't it? But I, I, does it happen everywhere or it's only in Kenya? What's wrong with you? <laughs> I stopped asking that. I asked somebody that time, one time that. He said, see you, Mukalie. Then you will know whether there is somebody sitting there. <laughs> no. Revelation is what we are talking about. Amen. Some things you don't need revelation. You just need to see. <laughs> so, it says, <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> Say vision. You have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Verse 26. These things... I have written to you concerning those who try to deceive you. Let's go on. But the anointing which you have received from him, anointing, the anointing that declares that 2020 is the year of increase, that declares your position, that declares your authority, that declares uh, your power, you have received from him abides in you, and you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as it has taught you, you will abide in him. Amen. So that anointing keeps you in Jesus and keeps you away from deception. Say this with me. I will not fall for lies anymore. Anymore. Hallelujah. When you are under pressure, what should you declare? Say, I have the anointing and I have the answer. Amen. When you don't know what to do, when you don't know what to say, come 2020, you say, I have the anointing of increase. I don't care how it looks like. I call those things that be not as though they are and they become. Amen. So, and uh, let's look at, uh, that's first. So, so, so. This anointing is what was teaching Jesus, is what taught Joseph in the Old Testament, is what taught Daniel in the Old Testament. The anointing taught them things that other people could not, could not understand. Look at Psalms 146, 3 to 9 in the message version. Psalms uh, 146, 3 to 9. Look at that. Let's read it together. Don't put your life in the hands of experts. And do you know how many experts there are? So many. 
who know nothing of life, of salvation life. Mere humans don't have what it takes. When they die, their projects die with them. I love that. Turn, turn, put your life in the hands of experts who know nothing of life, of salvation. Put your life in the hands of God. Amen. Uh, let's go to the next verse of that. Instead, please look at that. Instead, get help from the God of Jacob. Put your hope in God. And no real blessing. God made sky and soil and uh, sea and all the fish in it. Amen? So what I'm saying here is that thank God for experts. Thank God for experts in every area of life. Financial, health, relationships, whatever it is. We appreciate and acknowledge experts. But they don't know everything. Amen? They don't know. They don't know everything. But God knows what? Everything. And the anointing. Amen. Say the anointing. The anointing that is in you teaches you all things. You receive the advice from the expert, but you check inside of you. Things are happening in you. This, this, this anointing is in you. Amen. And, and, and look at Psalm 67, 5 to 6. These are all very good scriptures. Meditate on them. Verse uh, Psalm 67, 5, uh, 5 to 6. It says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then the earth shall yield her increase. God, our God, shall bless us. Amen. How will increase come? Listen, what happens is this. When you get your eyes of the anointing, when you get eyes of the word, you start blaming people. You start looking at people. You start complaining. You start saying, if it, was not so and, it wasn't for so-and-so, things would have been better. If it wasn't so-and-so, this and this. If it wasn't for the Jubilee government. If it wasn't for Governor Sonko. If it wasn't for Governor Waititu. If it wasn't for whoever. If it wasn't for my boss. If it wasn't for my uh, husband. Okay, no, we don't say that, right? But, but you see, what you're doing, you got in your eyes of what? The anointing. You are depending on people. Listen, if people made it not to work, then it was too small. It was a people thing. If it is a godly thing, men cannot stop it. Remember what we read about Jesus? Ali Peter Katikadi? Yeah. He walked. They tried to push him off the cliff. They couldn't touch him. So when you receive this anointing, and you believe this anointing is working in your life, you start praising God. Amen. You start praising God. You start believing God is working. And you don't, you are not bothered by what people are saying. I'm telling you, I, I think this, this uh, sometime last week, my, my dear wife sent me a text message. Oh, she's in her shop. She's struggling. She's saying, oh, there are not so many people as the way we expected, you know. And she has this talk and believing God to sell of it, all of it. I sent her that scripture. She said, get your eyes of those people. Start praising God. Start saying, as I praise God, the earth will yield its increase. I haven't yet got a response from that SMS. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not about to start agreeing with her. 
Hakuna watu. Sijui watu wameenda wapi? Hapana. No, we start praising God and expecting what? The earth will yield its increase. Amen. We stick with the word of God. No matter how things look like. Amen. And so it says here, so you don't, you don't, you don't talk like the world. You, 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 start, you stop complaining. You stop pointing fingers. You start thanking God. This, that's the first point. So the first point here was that the anointing brings light. It disrupts darkness and it increases your joy. And then the next, next, the next point here, the anointing destroys yokes and removes burdens. Isaiah 10, 27. Isaiah 10, 27. You know this in the, new, in the King James Version says, and it shall come to pass in that day. Which day? Today. That his burden shall be taken away from off thy shoulder and his yoke from off thy neck and the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Let's look at it in Amplified, amplified Classic. Amplified Classic of that. says, You got it? And it shall be in that day that the burden of the Assyrian, these were oppressors of Israel, shall depart from your shoulders and his yoke from your neck. The yoke shall be destroyed because of, because of, you can read that, because of, uh-huh, which? <laughs> All right, so this anointing makes you fat. <laughs> this is not talking about you eating so many chapatis until you grow so fat. It's talking about the anointing. Oh, God, the power of God. As you meditate and as you say these things, what is happening? You are becoming a giant from inside. Until whatever was, <laughs> whatever was holding you back has got to break off. I like the picture of that. You grow so fat in that anointing. The yoke is destroyed because of the anointing. Amen. Like I say, don't call people fat, right? You say they are what? They are plum, yeah. They are chubby or something, right? So, as, as the anointing increases in your life, the yokes that have held you back, unproductive behavior, patterns, traditions, family background, tribalism, education, whatever it is, has to fall off. You are not under such control of the devil that the anointing cannot set you free. As long as you are saying, under this anointing of 2020, the increase anointing, is breaking yokes off my life. Amen. You know what a yoke is? All you born in the city. It's the thing they put on the neck of, a, of, a, of an ox to, as it is prowling. So it holds it back there. See, see, it, you grow so fat in that anointing that that yoke has to break off. Amen. Listen, don't meditate on fearful things, no matter what happens. Meditate on the anointing. Meditate on the anointing of God and how this increase is working. I, I hesitate to say this, but I, I mean, uh, listen, I, I have met people, even in this church, who somehow, somewhat believe somebody bewitched them. But witches are not more powerful than the anointing. Amen. I don't know where you come from. There are people who tell me where they come from. 
if a bird falls, if you wake up and you find a bird, a bird, a dead bird outside, you have to look for a medicine man to interpret. This is signs and wonders. You got to say, uh, what does the dead bird say? The dead bird is dead. It's not talking. It's a dead bird. Just throw it away. But people under, come under so much oppression, they start believing in the power of witches. <laughs> I, I heard that. Was it, is it brother? This one of the brothers who came for KSCF meeting one time, and he was telling us how, I, I, I saw him on TV one time. I, he was brother somebody. How even traveling to Western Kenya, the, the car gets to Naivasha and stops. And when the car miraculously stops, they have to come out and consult the dead person. Why is the car not moving, sir? Tell us. And they have had to bring somebody. And then this person says, it's because of auntie so and so. They need to get off the, the car. Then auntie gets off and the car goes out. This person was saying, if you are a believer and you know you have the anointing, what should you do when that car stops? See, in the name of Jesus, I bind you, Satan, in Jesus' name. Get your hands off this vehicle. Amen. We are not going to consult and, uh, and uh, come on. Let me ask you, why do they consult witches and wizards at night? <laughs> Just ask yourself. You know... <laughs> There's uh, some property we have around Kibera, and this guy tells me, he's a pastor, he says, at night, the Mercedes, the big cars that come in this, you'll be shocked. See, they come to do what? He said, there's a witch doctor there. A witch doctor living in a small hut, and he's going to tell you how to get rich. Come on, man, I mean, <laughs> come on. I, what's wrong with us? And, and, and it's terrible when it's believers who believe that somehow amefungwa. Umefungwa nanini? Jesus said, I have the keys. Whatever I open is open, whatever door. Listen, there is an open door for you in 2020 for supernatural increase, and there is no devil that can close that door. You got to believe that. You don't entertain those things. Amen. As people of God, please, I beg you, I beseech you, don't encourage any talk of witches and wizards around you. No, I, 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 I find it amazing that people really do that, you know, they do that. I, I, you probably heard me say this, my mom didn't care much about witches. There was a guy in our neighborhood, he was said to be a medicine man. So my when he comes, my, my mom would give him food, give him water, give him tea, give him uh, whatever he needed, and he goes. Then my sister would, ah, mom, ah, he will be with us. Yeah. She says, look, the man is hungry. If he cannot, if his witchcraft cannot even feed him, <laughs> what powers does he have? This guy is just pathetic. It became so bad, there was a... The, <laughs> All the siblings, I mean, in my, those days, it's only me and my mama who are saved. The rest were just, and it became so serious, we had to set, to set a separate cup and plate for this guy. My mother would not stop feeding him. So they said, so if he comes, then feed him with this cup and this, 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 this uh, plate and, and this spoon. That is fear. My mother would laugh, really. 
she would say, this is amazing that you people will believe such things. Now, a lot, my dad got saved, you know. My siblings got saved. They have a brother who is not. But the rest, they don't believe that stuff. You know. So, what am I saying? I'm saying, you, the anointing, amen, the anointing removes burdens and destroys yokes. I don't care who it was, who had been bewitched or whatever it is. It is not coming through. What is coming through your line is the blessing. Amen. Amen. You don't receive. I heard somebody say, they said, uh, somebody came to their home and said, this kid has asthma. They said, uh, you know where you go to the doctors? They say, okay, this kid is wheezing. So you in your family, who has been wheezing? Uh, is there anybody with asthma? This woman said, hey, excuse me. Uh, what, 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 what they said, they had said, our grandfather was wheezy. He had asthma. And the doctor said, right there, it is. And this woman said, excuse me, doctor. <clears throat> if I did not inherit the land from my grandfather, why should I inherit wheezy? <laughs> why? <laughs> Come on. Wake up. Say No. I mean, um, if I can't inherit the good things, I don't want it. It's not coming to me. <laughs> so you, you, you don't just sit there and receive curses. If the blessings are not coming down the line for you, don't leave the curses alone. Let them go with them wherever they went. I already received the blessing. Amen. Amen. On my line, on my line, it's only the blessing that is coming through. I refuse. I change heritages. Amen. I change alignment. I am the blessing of Abraham is upon Amen. my life. Amen. Not all these other things that people are talking about. Amen. So, if it is coming against you and they are saying it is coming from whatever, you shut that voice down. Amen. See, it's the anointing, the blessing. It's the only thing that is coming down your loin. Now, the anointing manifests the increase of influence in the community. The anointing manifests the increase of influence of Jesus in the community. This is the third thing. Uh, through you, Jesus desires to reign. Jesus desires to be Lord. Jesus desires to be king. And people ought to see it through your life. Amen. Let's look at, let's go back to that scripture, Luke 4. But now let's start from verse 16. Luke 4, verse 16. So he's talking about Jesus, right? So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. All right, some a bit of background there. Jesus was ministering in Galilee. Now he has come to Nazareth where he was brought up. All right? And as this custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. <coughs> and he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the bride, to set a liberty to those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable ear of the Lord. Let's go on. Okay, you, I, you got to go all the way to 21. But, so, listen, 
this, this, this is, uh, is, uh, this is what he did. Uh -huh. Then he crossed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down and the eyes of, of all who are in the synagogue were fixed on him, yeah? Let's go. And he began to say to them, today, today, this scripture is fulfilled in what? In your life. What is he doing? Who is, he is healing the sick, casting out demons in that community, amen? So it's not just his life that is being affected by the anointing of increase. The anointing is going to affect what? Everybody around. Everybody around, amen? And so you could say, but this was Jesus. But, you know, in John 4, John 14, 12 to 14, John, John 14 says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. Let's go on. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So whatever Jesus was able to do, this anointing is able to do for you. Amen? And it is meant to change the community around you. This is your calling. This is your ministry. This is your increase is going to affect you and everyone around you. Amen? So, it says here, increase will manifest God. The increase is not manifesting you. It's not showing how smart you are. It's showing how good God is. How powerful God is. How loving God is. Amen? And so, uh, let's look at that scripture in the TPT version. In the TPT version, it says, I tell you this timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these, because I go to my Father. Amen. God wants this increase we are talking about to affect other people around you. You make a demand on that anointing. You say, in the, name of, in the name of Jesus, I receive increase. And that that increase is manifesting in my life. Amen. It's not about where you come from. You see, Jesus came from Nazareth. It's not about where you... Let me show you what they thought about Nazareth. You know, you may say it's Jesus, he came from... Let's, let's go to uh, verse John 1, verse what? You have 35 to 51? Look at this. It's very interesting. Again, the next day, John stood with two of his disciples. Let's go on. And looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say, uh, when translated, teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who had John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. You understand that? The Christ is the Messiah, all right? Let's go on. And he brought him to Jesus. Now when Jesus looked at him, he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah, you shall be called Cephas, which is translated as stone. And the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee. And he found Philip and said to him, follow me, right? 
Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter, right? Philip found Nathaniel and said to him, listen to this, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel said to him, listen to this, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Can you imagine? So here you are reading the Bible and you are saying, you are hearing Jesus of Nazareth and you think it's powerful. No, it wasn't powerful that time. If you said you are from Nazareth, uh, where is, would you say you are coming from in Nairobi? Okay, not, 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 let's, not mention, let's not mention where people stay, right? right? But uh, anyone from Nyandarwa here? Oh, you are from Nyandarwa, okay. We used to joke around and say, people from Dondori. <laughs> Dondori is so uh, kind of interior, isn't it? Is that, I don't know whether it is the same today. But we used to say, don't be a fool like somebody from Dondori. If you say, you're from Dondori. <laughs> so, communities have a way of, now, please, if you know somebody from Dondori, don't go quoting me. I'm just saying that communities have a way of people from certain areas. And they, they put them in a box. Yeah? So, Nazareth, you didn't, it was not Mudaiga, let me put it that way. Nazareth was not Ruda. Right? Nazareth was not uh, whatever other place, Westerns. Nazareth was, <laughs> nothing good came out of Nazareth. That's what they thought. So listen to me, but the anointing don't care. Amen. The anointing doesn't care about your background. It doesn't matter who your father is. You read the other scripture in Luke, they would say, isn't his father so and so? What is he telling us? They got furious and murdered him. Listen. This anointing is what is going to make a difference and bring you supernatural increase. Amen. It doesn't matter what the background is. That's my point there. So, it says, um, where am I now? So, he said, come and see. They came and saw. He was saying, uh, like, so, um, all right, that was verse 40, 45. You see, all right, let's see what, what Nathaniel said. Let's go to the next verse. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed on whom of, in whom is no deceit. What is happening? He is encountering the anointing. Amen? Let's go on. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus said, Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Amen? Let's go on. Nathaniel answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe you will see greater things than this? Amen? And he said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Hereafter, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of man. Amen. Open doors for you in 2020. Open heaven. Amen. Angelic help to bring you increase like never before. 2020 is my year for supernatural increase as never before. 
Say that with me again. 2020 is my year for supernatural increase as never before. Let's say it again. 2020 is my year for supernatural increase as never before. Say this with me. I see it. I, see it. I, receive, it. I receive it. I walk in it. I see it. I receive it. I believe it. I walk in it. Hallelujah. Do you see yourself increasing in 2020? Do you see the, the, the a power of this anointing working in your life? Listen, you are anointed. Anointing is not a feeling. Anointing, can I even help you here? Anointing is not oil. Did you read there that somebody came with a bottle and poured it on Jesus? He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. Amen. He has anointed me. You know, we get so religious sometimes. So it's not about the oil. The oil represents the anointing, but the anointing is by the spirit of God. That anointing is in you. Amen. The anointing for what? For increase. Because that is what the word of God has told us about 2020. And you got to receive it and say what Andrew was saying. You start acting on it. You start believing it. You line your actions. You line your words with this word and expect supernatural godly increase in your life. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 2020. 2020. 2020. You have 2020 vision. Have you ever heard of 2020 vision? Any of you ever gone to get your eyes checked? You have 20 what? 20 vision. That means you are seeing very clearly. Now, my natural eyesight is not 2020, but my spiritual eye, I wanted to be what? 2020. I can see the increase. I can smell the increase. Praise God. I can say the increase has come upon me. When? Today. Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your healing. Amen. You have heard the message tonight. To, not tonight. This afternoon. I challenge you. Receive it. Believe this anointing for 2020 increases in you from the word of God. And you go for it and expect supernatural results. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Rise up on your feet. Thank you, Father. Lift up your hands and just start thanking God. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Just start worshiping God. Tell him thank you. Thank you for 2019. Thank you for the anointing. Thank him for the increase that is coming your way, my way, in this church's way in 2020. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, we worship you. We bless you. We declare by the power of the word that has been spoken that we have 2020 vision. Every area of our lives where there has been struggle, I declare the struggle is over. We have a 2020 vision. We can see clearly the increase. We can see our position. We can see our authority. We can see our power, the God, the power of God that is working 
to change everything around us, oh God. Father, I pray for your saints, Lord, as we come to the end of this year, we are by faith taking this word to heart. We are taking this word and acting on it. We are taking this word and declaring it. We see ourselves. Thank you, Lord, for changing the inner man, the image in us, oh God. I take authority over every curse word, over every image that has not been planted by the Spirit of God. By faith, we uproot it. I declare what the word says, every tree that the Father has not planted is uprooted in our lives. We receive images. We receive vision. We receive insight and understanding at new levels, oh God. And we circumcise our lips. We speak what the word says. We say who, what the word says we are. That is what we are. Our identity is in Christ Jesus. And Father, we give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen.